Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Hi everyone, I'm Tracy Koga and welcome to Hugh at Home. Congratulations Winnipeg and Manitoba, we have done it. Over 80% of eligible Manitobans have at least their first dose and over 70% are fully vaccinated. So we enjoyed a big blue bomber win, so good to see everybody in the stadium and we are going to enjoy so much more for the rest of the summer. But there is some hesitancy, no doubt, because the fourth wave is coming. So we do have a lot to consider. But now, first, we'll open up with a conversation with singer-songwriter Alicia Toner. And she shows us, I guess, two sides to her personality. Hello, Alicia. It's so good to meet you. I know yes, in this... <laughs> In this wonderful world of virtuality, it's, uh, you know, it's like, boom, okay, we get to meet each other. But, uh, <laughs> I know, from far away. <laughs> I know, exactly. So I guess when I first saw your music video, and, and first of all, congratulations on the album. We're going to talk about that, but this song, Joke's on Me, um, the video is even more intense than the song. <laughs> <laughs> and... I learned that it was like you were like a one-stop show like you acted in it two characters by the way and uh, a very interesting dark kind of story Uh, so I guess your concept for this whole video first of all it was yeah so the concept was you know as in this as it is in the song it's kind of a a battle between um, between your between selves um, two different parts of you in a difficult situation, one that is in denial a little bit and the other that is, you know, feeling that need to get out. Um, so that was that was where the idea came from. And yeah, it, I guess it kind of evolved into the only way you can really get out is, is you. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> the only person who can really help you is you. And you kind of have to leave that denial part behind and it takes a bit of a dark turn in the video (laughs) well and your talent of course is songwriting and I guess you know working and collaborating with other people so but this is your own project and this new album Joan has a lot of I think meaning for you Mm -hmm. it does yeah it was um it's definitely the most personal project I've ever done and um yeah it uh you know, my, my the first album there was some there was some personal writing on it, but it also was a, a bit of a compilation. There were some covers, and there was um, a couple of songs written um, by other people. So um, this entire album, from you know start to finish, and and videos and everything, um, has all kind of been me and my concepts, and uh, it's been it's been yeah 
about four years in the making, so it's nice that it's finally coming to fruition. But um, there are a few things that that got in the way, you know, the whole world shut down and yeah. I had a baby, but other than that. <laughs> wow. Oh, congratulations. Oh, my oh thank you. Yeah, she's one now. So. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, there's always these silver linings in all of this pandemic and COVID and isolation. But the title of the album, Joan, is a name, a name that yeah. I guess only close family call you. So is this a second name or like... Is it Alicia? It's my middle name. Joan, yes. Um, Joan is my middle name, and uh, it's, a, it's a family name. Um, but, you know, the one piece of advice my dad gave me before I had my daughter was don't name her until you see her. <laughs> because <laughs> when I was born, my name was picked out before I was born. And when I was born, he took one look at me and said, her name's Joan. Um, <laughs> it's not Alicia. So he's never called me anything but... And um, a lot of members of my family have always called me Joan. Even my mom. My mom often calls me Joan, too. So I'm not sure why Alicia stuck around, but I still, I used it all through school. And so friends called me Alicia, but a lot of family called me Joan. Oh, interesting. And doing this album, do you feel vulnerable when people are listening to these songs? But you know what? I guess when we listen, we, we hear things differently. We take your words differently, too, as well. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. It, I mean, people are going to interpret it their own way. I mean, that's what I do when I hear a song. You just you kind of morph it to fit your own story, um, which is what I love about songwriting. And um, so, I mean, it was vulnerable writing it, and it's always vulnerable performing it in front, like for the first time in front of a crowd or mm-hmm. for your partner or for close friends. or, But... But I don't even feel like they're mine anymore. Like, I don't really feel like these stories are are mine because they're in the past and I've gotten them out. And now they've taken on such a new life with, you know, the the um, arrangements of them. And uh, so now it's just it's just um, it's all in the past. Mm -hmm. So it's just nice to, to sing them and to have them take on a new life that way. For you, the process, is it music first and then the words or is it always the words and then? the tune comes into your head it's sometimes it's simultaneous um it really depends on the song I wish I could say that I have a very definitive process but I, <laughs> I definitely don't I sometimes it's you know writing a, a melody with words in the shower because that's when I have time to think about it or <laughs> no. lately it's been while I take my daughter for walks like I'm I'm walking pushing a stroller and and you know thinking about melodies and words in my head but um yeah it really some of them come you know words words first melody second mm-hmm. um but often it's a it's a combination I'll, I'll i'll think of of a phrase or something that has a melody already and and um those are my favorite because i feel like i didn't write them they just kind of come out <laughs> uh, must be incredible. And now, since you are a mother, how has that changed? I mean, obviously, your life changes, but as a creative person and, you know, needing that space, right, that quiet time, well, the quiet times are a little bit more harder to find. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure anyone that's had a, a baby or, you know, even just a big responsibility change um, can attest that you just figure it out. I mean, if it's a priority, you'll get it done. That's what I've come to, you know, the, the 
the lawn is never mowed, but <laughs> but the music videos get made. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you just kind of squeeze it in when you when you can, when you have time for it. I mean, in the past, before I had a child, I spent a lot of time procrastinating. Um, so now, you know, time is much more valuable when I do have snippets of time. I try to procrastinate a lot less and just get things done in a more truncated <laughs> amount of time. Oh, and so once you can get back to touring, will you bring the baby? What kind of plans do you have? It really depends on the kind of, of tour. If we're going to, you know, hit the road and be gone for a couple of weeks, then yeah, I'll definitely bring the baby and possibly a grandmother. <laughs> oh, tow. yes, yes. Um, but, uh, you know, for if it's if it's one-off festivals or anything like mm -hmm. that, then, then we'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> but I would love to bring the baby. I don't want to be, I don't want to go away from her for very long, so. No, and they grow up so quickly, too. Yeah. <laughs> And for yourself, what is it going to be like when you can step in front of a crowd and actually perform and sing with them again? Well, I've been able to do that. I'm, oh. I'm in Prince Edward Island, and we've been very fortunate out here oh, to wow. be able to have some live performances. And, you know, they're, um, they're, smaller. they're restricted, yeah. they're smaller, mm -hmm. but it's still, you know, I've been lucky enough to perform for 150 people, which is... That's crazy. I know, that's it's a lot. It's crazy. At yes. this point, it's crazy. Yes. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't need more than that. But, uh, no, it's been, you know, having such a large break and, and doing all the, you know, live streaming from your living room and mm -hmm. um, all of that. It, it was hard. It was really hard for everybody. And it felt amazing to be back on a stage with friends, playing with, playing music with friends for friends and community and it, um, yeah it was it still is it's it's amazing to be able to do that again I don't think anybody will take it for granted ever again <laughs> no no I mean we, we're in Manitoba and we still I mean, lots of restrictions still but you know hopefully um, you know the festivals will get back and uh, we'll be able to travel and to come and see you in person and, uh, right, and um, vice versa yes yes <laughs> and so what's in the future for Alicia? Um, well, we're starting work on album number three. That's what's <laughs> in the future. Yeah, we're starting to figure that out right now, starting writing and starting some preliminary meetings with um, Stuart and Peter again, who have produced my last two albums. They're such a good um, team, team to have. And uh, that's, yeah, that's what's coming down the pipe. So I'm excited about that. Oh, well, we can hardly wait. And I guess, yes, the wheel just keeps on rolling, right? There's no time. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, stop. thank you so much for spending some time with us. And I am so happy that we will be playing your brand new video, Jokes on Me. Thank you so mm -hmm. much, Alicia. Go to Thanks for having me. Yes, I appreciate it. <laughs> AliciaToner.ca at AliciaTonerMusic for all things good. And do you have some of your baby pictures on there, too? <laughs> Oh, well, definitely at Alicia Toner Music, I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, congratulations on everything and have a wonderful rest of the summer. Thanks, Tracy.
welcome back to Hewitt Home. It has been an incredible year for golfers. Not only could they golf, but the weather has been unbelievable. We'll take a look back now at a very special golf tournament, all in support of the Deer Lodge Centre Foundation. events for a long time and so there's always the degree of uncertainty. Uh, you never know if the public health orders will turn uh, in your favour or against your favour. So it's been a bit of an experience but we have an awesome team, a great group of people who have been working very very hard in order to make this a huge success. Personally um, I love to give back uh, and you know throughout uh, COVID, you see how many Manitobans were giving back, and uh, it's just astonishing how many people do give back. And I love the healthcare system we have. Uh, I know a lot of people like to see it better, but it's getting there. And our healthcare people are and are heroes right now, and they're going to be our heroes going forward. Certainly, an opportunity to have a fundraiser, and that's really important to help support the equipment and other things that we do. But on the other hand, it's also very important. It helps to raise a profile and understanding of what Deer Lodge Centre does for the community. And so with the golfers here today, it gives them a chance to learn about what we do and how they in turn can support us. We've had an outpouring of community support. It's been outstanding. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, many thanks to Food Fair, the Zeed family, uh, for their support. They came in as presenting sponsor. Shipman Associates, always uh, a supporter of our tea gifts. And the list goes on and on. Uh, Alsips, who did the cart sponsorship. Uh, Chapel Lawn, who did the lunch sponsor. Dinner sponsor is Richardson and Lewick. We've just had so many people who have come forward and they've, they've supported this event because they know how important it is. You choke up a bit and say, wow, these people are coming out during COVID and giving, and they're giving a lot. They're giving their time, they're volunteers. Uh, the course has been awesome with us right now to help us out to make sure that we can have the course uh, safe, and as safe, safe as possible. And, uh, and I was mentioning before that the volunteers like they got to sit out here all day, you know, hats off to them. And uh, sponsors, uh, it was just amazing, the sponsors that came up and said to us, yes, we'll be there. And sponsors even donated money that aren't here. It was just amazing and I was, it was an easy job for me as chair to get this golf tournament full. We want to give a very special thank you to all of our guests on today's show and leave you with this question. Will you still be wearing a mask and where will you be wearing it? We want to know, so send us an email to hello at ilikehugh.com or you can message us on Facebook and Instagram at ilikehugh. And for now though, as always, stay safe and healthy and we'll see you next time on Hugh at Home.
Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikeq.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.